This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. All right, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. And joining me is Calvin Chen. He's the product manager for Premio. Calvin, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, sir. No problem. And also we have Laxman Rajakopalan. He's the head of marketing at DW Fritz Automation. Laxman, thank you so much for joining us as well, sir. Absolutely. My pleasure. Absolutely. So today we are talking about how industrial GPU computing systems can be utilized for workload consolidation at the edge. And so uh, let's just start off uh, with Calvin because uh, Premio is in this world of of, uh, GPU computing systems, Calvin. So let's talk a little bit about what a GPU is and how it's different than a CPU, which most people might be familiar with. Yeah, so the GPU, the terms uh, probably caught a lot of attention in the news recently as it relates to uh, artificial intelligence and vision processing. So really the main difference between a CPU and a GPU is the GPU is really uh, a processor for intensive processing applications such as uh, artificial intelligence and uh, machine vision or image recognition. So a CPU is more of a generic uh, processor that's uh, more suited for normal office tasks uh, like Word or Office application, whereas a GPU is a very specific kind of processor that is uh, designed for very high-intensive processing applications. Okay, so that's a little bit about the the differences between CPU and GPU. Now let's kind of dive in uh, to a little bit of what Laxman is doing at DW Fritz Automation. Laxman, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about uh, what DW Fritz does, and then after that we'll connect the dots between between Premio and DW Fritz. So give us a little bit of a background as far as what DW Fritz is doing. We, we come from the industrial automation space, but I know off late, we have been really heavily engaged in the industrial metallurgy space as well. We occupy a, a niche in the, uh, in the market in that we are uh, proponents and, and kind of practitioners of non-contact um, measurement, non-contact inspection technologies. And uh, that's kind of what we do in a, in a very broad stroke per se. Um, we have people working in the U.S. Most of our systems are designed and developed here. Um, and like I said, they're deployed across different sites in the world. We also have a pretty large team in China who also actually help us with deployment uh, and, and kind of, you know, uh, equipment maintenance and so forth. Okay, excellent. So let's go back to Calvin and kind of talk about, uh, Calvin, what kind of uh, products are you um, utilizing to help DW Fritz and with what they're doing uh, with precision measurements? How is uh, Premio really uh, helping them be able to accomplish these tasks using a GPU? So when we engage with DW Fritz, uh, they needed a system, a computing system, that can handle all their processing uh, for the image processing. And also they needed a system that was rugged and will fit in their environment. So we have a system which we call our GPU computing system, which satisfies both needs. So the system we provided to them is a very small, very compact system with a GPU integrated inside. So that allows them to have the processing power to run their software application and to do all these image processing and image measurement. 
Now, Laxman, part of what you offer at DW Fritz uh, is lower manufacturing costs. Is that right? So, w- would you be able to accomplish that without um, without the the uh, solutions that Premio are providing for you guys? The answer is probably no, right? Uh, because, like I said in my introduction, uh, we are proponents uh, and practitioners of non-contact inspection, non-contact metrology. By definition, what that means is that we use you know cameras and laser systems to essentially uh, measure parts, measure product, you know, critical dimensions of parts. And the measurement doesn't just happen automatically because what happens is, let's assume assume that in the case, in any instance we're using cameras uh, to to kind of, you know, uh, capture images, but these images that we capture um, need to be processed. And for processing them rapidly, we do need, you know, a high amount of compute power, right? So and this is exactly where a company like Premio comes into play and their kind of systems come into play because what their GPU allows uh, us to do is to essentially process these uh, these high contrast and complex images in some cases very rapidly. And and that allow and once once these uh, images are processed rapidly, that allows us to measure, you know, the key critical dimensions that our customers require. So kind of to going back to your question, Without compute, you know, adequate compute power, uh, we we can do what we are doing right now very well. Right, absolutely, and it's important for it to do the job quickly, but also uh, maintain product quality. Right, um, it, so it, it's important that it's fast, but also uh, is able to operate at at a uh, high functionality level. Is that a fair statement? That's true. That's true. So, for example, you know, uh, in in a, in a kind of situation where you have a company that's manufacturing, let's say, 100 million parts. Uh, a year, they are they they may have multiple lines, right? And each line could be you know sending down you know these parts at, at a very rapid rate. So to kind of uh, help with manufacturing efficiencies, all of these measurements really have to happen you know in a split second, and they have to be correct, right? Because this is production parts in a manufacturing line, uh, in a in a business that's that's kind of out there to you know uh, you know make money. Um, so so absolutely right with. That. Without kind of the intersection of compute power with the stuff that we do, uh, we would not be able to kind of achieve, uh, help our clients achieve the efficiencies that they're looking for. Now, Calvin, you're the computer genius here, definitely not me, but it, it seems that that part of what the advantage of GPU computing systems is, is that it can do multiple things at the same time. I, is that true? Is that what helps kind of um, help with workload consolidation? Yes. So what workload consolidation means is we want to make the compute device um, smarter, we want to give it more intelligence. So for the case of uh, DW Fritz, in order for them to process all these very precise, very accurate images in real time, we have to equip the unit with a GPU. That was the only way to get the processing power they need to do uh, the tasks that they need to do for their image processing. So if we take the same unit and we kind of remove the GPU out, then it doesn't work. Um, That unit simply does not have the processing power that DW Fritz needed to run their application correctly. And uh, I, I think I heard you mention earlier just that uh, they're built uh, to be a little rugged and, and and to be durable. Is that right? Do you do these can these go in various environments and be able to survive for a long period of time, even if uh, the environment may not necessarily be the most hospitable to a computer? Exactly. So our embedded system. They were designed and engineered with a very rugged, very hostile uh, environment in mind. So their operating temperature is very wide. So you could run the unit from 
almost freezing negative 40 C all the way up to very hot environment 70 C and their shock and vibration level are tested and validated regularly. So all these units, they're ideal for almost like a factory or industrial environment. So we designed them to make sure that not only are they running up to performance, but they are able to survive in this environment without any issues. Absolutely. And as we've touched on a couple of different times, the computing power in it um, is really impressive. And, and I think that that's what allows uh, certain things like what DW Fritz is doing with Zero Touch, you know, and, and some of the other uh, innovations that you've been able to come up with. Is that right, Laxman? That's very true. Very true. So one, one other thing I'd like to add is essentially when we are, are making non-contact measurements, right, we deploy multiple sensors, right? And you know, you know, we could be using simultaneously, like you know, a machine vision camera or multiple machine vision cameras. Uh, we could be using laser systems. Like uh, we could also be using, you know, uh, sensors like the chromatic confocals. Uh, and these these could be deployed simultaneously. In the case of zero touch, uh, that's that's entirely true. So in other words, we have uh, the zero touch. Uh, you know, just to kind of give you a quick introduction of that is basically a five-axis, a multi-purpose metrology platform. That uh, you know allows for really complex measurements in in you know very very a short period of time uh, in comparison to existing technologies today. The only way we are achieving that is because we deploy you know in in one fell swoop multiple sensors uh, in the bridge that allows for these rapid measurements. But behind the scenes, you know, uh, with Premio, you know, with with, with the GPU uh, GPU and system that they have. We are able to compute, you know, these uh, uh, make these computations very, very quickly. So that allows us to build these very complex, what is called as point clouds. Uh, these point clouds are, are you, you can think of them as three-dimensional uh, representations of uh, the particular object we are measuring, and then those point clouds are essentially used by another reporting software to help analyze uh, the fact that. You no, know, is this particular uh, you know, uh, part or is this particular geometry in a particular in that part? Is it meeting spec or not meeting spec? And all of this can only be achieved, uh, you know, with you know, with the actual uh, you know compute power behind the scenes. And going back to what Calvin said about <clears throat> the ruggedness, right? Uh, it's very critical that you know every single uh, element in our uh, system be you know, rugged and kind of you know uh, work in a hostile environment because manufacturing environments are not you know you know lovely and nice office like environments they are fairly grimy dirty greasy noisy and all that you know with a lot of vibrations and so forth right so they are actually uh, uh, quite difficult environments to kind of have systems work in so so one of the reasons why premio is uh, you know working with us closely is because their systems can work alongside our systems in a very kind of you know uh, uh, harsh environment and and in that environment, what we are doing, where we are offering our customers with zero touch, is that we are able to take you know, really, really complex measurements very, very fast, right? Uh, so that helps them, going back to my initial introduction, help them essentially achieve the manufacturing efficiencies that they actually are desiring, you know, uh, from, a com from a company like ours. Right, right, absolutely. Um, now, kind of going back to what you were talking about, Calvin, with workload consolidation, how is this going to help the industry as it moves forward into the future? Is is more of this kind of what what the future is holding uh, for Premio, and and it's only going to continue to grow and get and get better and better? Yeah. So uh, we look into the future as we move towards uh, Industry 4.0, or people call it like Smart Factory 4.0. 
uh, workload consolidation is a, is a big push that we're making. So basically what it does is we're trying to make all these device or computational units uh, more intelligent. So right now you could think of, there's a lot of sensor and devices that's kind of reading data, generating data, but they really don't know how to really process the data. So workload consolidation is we wanna make these devices intelligent. So not only can they gather the data, but they can actually process the data locally. And the benefits of doing this is, uh, is obvious. Uh, the biggest thing is response time. So kind of going along with uh, what DW Fritz is, is doing. So with GPU, when they do the measurement, they can analyze the result and give almost immediate, almost real-time response time. So the benefit of this, of making the device smarter, is your response time is going to be faster and faster. And kind of another added benefit is by doing all the data processing locally, we don't have to move the data either through the cloud or through the network, either through wire or wirelessly. And the side benefit of that is that you actually improve security because you don't have to move data from one point to the other. And then the third benefit is actually it will help reduce the traffic on the network whether that's your corporate network or your overall network infrastructure, but by making each device intelligently and they could keep all the data locally, we can actually drive the overall network traffic usage down. Absolutely, and, and what you're talking about uh, describes, you know, just a, a more efficient process. And a lot of times um, in industry, you know, time is money, and if you're saving a company money, you're saving them time, and you're allowing them to do more of what they do well. So this does seem to be a situation where um, uh, where you're really uh, able to save companies money just by having uh, a product that enables their workload to be more efficient. So the key element, uh, like I say, it's the respond time. Some of the application is critical that once the, the system ingests or generate the data, it has to be analyzed in real time to provide some kind of result, you know, pass or failure as soon as possible. So any delay in that, then either the application doesn't work or it doesn't meet requirement. Absolutely. Uh, Calvin, what are some of the other uh, maybe use cases for a GPU? Uh, I, I know I saw a little bit on your website uh, about um, facial recognition or medical imaging. Are, are there some other uh, specific use cases that, that come to mind immediately when you think of GPU? Yeah, so GPU mainly is for uh, Im image processing and artificial intelligence. So for uh, facial recognition, uh, we have a case where some of our units actually use in the airport and it's being used to recognize the, uh, the passenger's face against their passport, kind of allowing them either entry or to check to make sure that they are who they say they are. Laxman, just as you continue to uh, to grow what DW Fritz is doing, and you're really, it sounds like you're innovating quite a bit with Zero Touch and, and other things like that. What does the future hold and how does uh, having high computing power uh, really allow and kind of open up the world to you guys to uh, to be as, I guess, bold and imaginative as you want to be? Wow, I wish I had the crystal ball here. <laughs> um, that that good good question. Well, the future is pretty exciting, right? Uh, I know Calvin mentioned uh, you know, factory 4.0 or, or you know smart factory as we're now calling it. Uh, there's a ton of innovation happening there. Uh, for us, uh, what that means is you know, you know several things. One is you know rapid inspection, right? We are now able to offer uh, what what is called as inline inspection and measurements, uh, you know at speed, right? 
and that's a pretty it's a critical component uh, of, of manufacturing so just kind of do a you know kind of little reset right in the past you know when you have a, a line right let's assume that we have a factory that has one line and that that's that's kind of you know uh, you know pumping out let's say many many thousands of widgets per day right uh, it's very it was very difficult to 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 measure you know and you know the quality or to kind of you know ascertain the quality of every single part that comes to the line right so what people would do is you know we, they would deploy sampling so they would take a sample like you know sometimes they would do 10 person 15 person sampling and they would then test and measure the sample to make sure that hey the the the, the widget that's coming you know out of the line is actually meeting the specs that it should be meeting right um, and that we have found, uh, you know, over time to be you know, no, not a very efficient process because um, when when only 15% or 10% or 5% of the parts are being inspected, that's you no, know, you know, that's many more parts on the line that's just going out to the door to a customer who might have an issue, right? Uh, so in-line inspection. It, what from a futuristic standpoint, we see more and more companies adopting inline inspection. And for inline inspection to take place, right, we have to deploy these non-contact vision-based, laser-based systems that will require, um, you know, real-time, you know, compute power, like the, like the one that Premium, you know, has, uh, to kind of to, to analyze these uh, widgets, right, uh, in real time, all these products in real time, to ensure that they meet the uh, the specs that they were designed for. So that's one clear thing that we see. The other thing that we also see is uh, the, the fact that, you know, you can deploy not just one sensor, but you can deploy multiple sensors along the line or even near line. You now, if, if, if it's not possible to do it uh, in line, we can do it near line and, 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 and essentially measure different complex measurements that was it, almost difficult to do uh, in the past. So in the past, uh, or even today, if you will, uh, uh, what would happen is if, if you have a, 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 a product like a knee joint, right? Knee joints are very complex. They are shiny, they are organic shaped and so forth. Uh, to measure a knee joint that's coming out of a manufacturing line is not a trivial process. And the company would actually have to deploy multiple systems, multiple measurement techniques even to make sure that the knee joint Right, as an as, as an example, meets the specifications for a certain customer or a certain type of you know patient, if you will. Uh, this is today, right? But in the future, what we are seeing now is given the, how technology is playing, uh, in line, we'll be able to measure all these key dimensions going forward. Right, that's a huge uh, you know of, uh, X factor, if you will. Uh, of change, you know, in manufacturing for many, many manufacturers, many, many customers out there that will help them improve their scale of manufacturing and at the same token, decrease the manufacturing costs. So I at least see a few different elements here going forward. And for all of this to work uh, seamlessly and function properly, we do in the back end need uh, the compute power that Calvin just spoke about you know, very well uh, in the past. Absolutely, guys. This seems like uh, such a great uh, example of just uh, a relationship that um, you know where Premio creates a, a product in in the GPU that really uh, allows DW Fritz Automation to be able to uh, to do what it is that they want to do. Uh, this sounds like just such a great marriage of products that, uh, that it's it's great to hear and great to see um, the collaboration and, and how it all works together. Um, Calvin, do you have any final thoughts before we uh, before we sign off for this one? Yeah, so just to kind of reiterate um, what Axe is saying, that uh, the requirement for more computational power is not going to go away. It's going to keep going up. So we are premium. We will start um, 
manufacturer engineer more product based on our current GPU. So we're looking at later time, we may double the GPU power or even quadruple it. Uh, as you know, right now, the GPU market from NVIDIA and the CPU market from Intel is moving pretty fast. So every other quarter, it looks like they have new product and that allow us to double or even triple the processing power. So we'll continue doing that with our product just to uh, keep up with the demand from a customer like DW Fritz. Um, as I say, the demand for computational power, whether for image recognition, facial recognition, or artificial intelligence, is only going to grow as we kind of march towards this goal of consolidating everything into Industry 4.0 or Smart Factory 4.0. Absolutely. Calvin Chen, Product Manager for Premio. Thank you so much for joining me today, Calvin. Thank you. And Laxman Rajakopalan. Uh, head of marketing at DW Fritz Automation. Blacksman, thank you so much for joining me as well. You're welcome. It was a pleasure.